Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Happy New Year. It's three minutes past four. I'm Max Rushton, and this is Charlie Baker. Happy New Year to you. What should we put in the podcast? Lipton. We'll put Lipton, me, Arbits. you, and nothing else. That, just that. I mean, how many people are going to be listening to this? A lot of people. They love this Millions. podcast. They do, Max. I know, but the, the two stars aren't on it. Podcasts are very modern, Max. I know. I'm thinking about doing one. You should do one. I'll have to have a think about it. Uh, have a nice New Year. Happy New Year to you. Goodbye. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Max. It was uh, lovely, wasn't it? We we were, had no script there. No. We riffed it. Absolutely a couple riffed of, it. Like a couple of jazz musicians. I know. Knocking them out in the park. How do you feel about jazz, Charlie? I love jazz, Max. Do you really? Oh, I, love, I love four blokes jazzing off in the corner. Okay. I love that. Oh, come on. I mean, I seriously. What's that? Already. What? <laughs> You're, just You're totally incorrigible. I love well, that. You really are. Just a, you know, like, piano, how old are you? Charlie piano, Baker, how bass, old are you? Drums, saxophone. <laughs> Literally. They're all there. Now listen, Charlie went out until the early hours last no, night. No, yes, I, was, he did. I was home by midnight. <laughs> Don't lie. You can't you can't you know, you have to lie when you're on air. Okay. Right? You were out. I went out last Are you a little night. bit giddy? Are you a bit excited? Are you going to misbehave the whole of the show? Or is the that... whole show is what I'm here for, but right. I'm also here <laughs> I'm to I'm glad talk... you're here for the I'm whole thing. I'm here to talk thing. sport, Max. Yeah, okay. Talk sport, looking um, forward to it. We've got a couple of things we want uh, the listener to get involved with. Yeah, we absolutely with, don't we? do, yeah. So, so first of all, plans tonight. My plans tonight, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, me and the current Mrs. Rushton. Oh, we've uh, we've uh, booked a little table. Oh, at a nice, how small? It's a trendy, it's <laughs> really tiny. <laughs> tiny it's like table. a Sylvanian family. Like the doll's table. house. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's not good for my knees. You no. know, the chairs will be primary school level it's one chairs. Of these, one of these hipster restaurants is, you, yeah, you go to. It's a yeah, tiny yeah. little table. Massive food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and it, you know, it, uh, it, it does sort of, uh, it does a just a nice toasty. I quite like a toasted sandwich and uh, some a nice glass of wine. But we're doing that at six thirty. We'll going, be home by eight thirty. We'll be in bed by nine. You're going out for a to- toasted sandwich. Yeah, yeah. You can just make that yourself. Well, I mean, that same goes for pretty much anything. I know, but pretty easy it? a toasted. Sandwich. I always think it was pasta. I never bought a pasta in a restaurant. Oh, either, well, that's your I think first I can mistake. Easy make that. That's your first mistake. Easy make that. Do you only go out for Chateau Briand? <laughs> <laughs> could I make this no. at home? No. Is it? No. Do you do the same with, you know, you could play football, you don't go to football matches, I could play that. Oh, same okay. with art galleries. Okay, it's a terrible it's philosophy a partic- on life. A particularly good toasted sandwich you're going out it is for a real, a glass It's a sense one. that and, they butter. And then home. You've so got to butter home, the outside. You reckon by nine you'll be I'll be home. The wife will be in bed at nine. You? What are your plans? Um, well, I went out last night. Oh, you did, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to go out again. No, I had a few pints last night. Okay. And I had a very nice time with my friend James. And um, 
so I'm going to stay in tonight. Okay. You know? So the I'm point is this. In. Charlie and I are both free. What are you doing tonight? Ooh. Can we come? We'd like details. We'd like who you're going with. Uh, where it is, if it's ticketed, how much we're going to have to oh, yeah. pay? What we'd like us to bring if you're having a house party? You know, five cans of Grosch, leave it in the corner, drink someone else's slightly better hipster beer. It's not much worse than going to your normal local pub and it being ten quid to get in. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame, isn't, isn't it? it? So, so listen, Dan says uh, I've got FIFA and Call of Duty night. Oh. What's your gamer tag? Oh. T Nelson Micro user. <laughs> Lovely. Um, uh, Dave says only if you bring uh, your wife. Dave, I'm not. That's not. That's not part of it. She's going to bed. See, she's going to bed. Yes, I'm not. Right now, you know, I haven't I haven't swung in the 2010s. I'm not planning to start now. I don't no. think it'd be a weird time still to start. Ti- still but time. If I get home and say, oh, do you know what? I've had a great idea. <laughs> this <love."> is Sheila. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave White Whiteside at Whiteside 92 has suggested we we start experimenting. I don't think it's a great idea. Ian in Bedford, mm. unless his name's Ian Bedford. Okay. Um, Max, the wife and me are staying in tonight, but I'd rather you and Charlie didn't turn up. Fair enough. Absolutely no fine. I mean, you can tell us that as well if yeah, you want. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And the key there is Ian in Bedford is saying because otherwise we might show up and that would be awkward because then you'd have to you'd open the door you'd be like yeah. oh I can't not let them we've in. gone all the way to Bedford yeah we've gone to Bedford and you know Mrs Ian is going <laughs> who is it and then and then the, then what would we have to do we'd have to like maybe we could make the cards out of love actually yeah. saying while Lovely. your wife's not there yeah, yeah. we'd just Ian. like to come in Can we we'll, come hide in, in the, we'll hide in the loft and play crossbows and catapults it'll be fine <laughs> uh, bearded Wheezy says I'm going to uh, sit in front of my television and watch 2019 die oh, nice. you're not invited oh, that's lovely isn't <laughs> he's that really, lovely he's bang up for 2020 Gab says I'm at home bucket of chicken wings reading Emil Heskey's book oh that's lovely um, uh, yeah. me and my wife are doing come dine with me for each other oh okay um, this isn't me this is Humpo mm-hmm. on, uh, on Twitter but I'm struggling for ideas on a dessert yeah. Welcome round if you bring one. Would you? What would you take round to Humpo's house for his to try and <sighs> win? And come is, dine right? with the me. Thing is right. Um, the the best dessert. Mm. The be- if you're ever round for dinner and someone says, oh, "Here's just a bowl of M and M's and Haribo." Oh yeah, you're happier than anything no, they've made. No, no, sure, come on now. No, no, I'm serious. I'm absolutely serious. Someone, what if someone whips out a Vianetta, Max? Not interested. No? Someone no. whips out an Arctic roll? No? No, no. Well, that's Not into be, it. be ridiculous. Oh, dear. Okay. You can have Arctic rolls in central Cambridge. Uh, <laughs> Do you think I am? Stiffy toffee. I'm, I'm, I'm not a psychopath. Stiffy toffee pudding. What? Sticky, sticky toffee pudding. <laughs> Charlie Baker! That was a mistake. That wasn't a meant one. I didn't mean that one. <laughs> you are just absolutely terrible. There we are. Anyway, that's, so that's what we're after. What can we do tonight? Uh, yeah, Emma says, I'm going to a friend's flat in Filey. There'll be five kids, between 12 and 2 and a dog. You're very welcome, as long as you know the words to Baby Shark and can do the hokey-cokey. Oh. Uh, you know where it's at. Put your whole self um, into it. Uh, Gary says, going out for a cheese toasty. How way, man, Max? Oh. I think he's with you. Yeah. Uh, Richard says, I'm playing World of Warcraft all night. So you're welcome to join us, Max. Uh, the other thing we'd like you to get in touch with, I was having dinner with a friend of mine who has never had a cup of tea in his whole life. In his whole life? whole life, never had what, a cup of tea. through choice or had one once and no, 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 like literally it. has never touched his lips. The tea has never touched his lips. Never had a cup of tea. He's had one coffee, didn't like it. Yeah. And that's it. Never had a cup of tea. So then we said he's clearly had never had a cup of tea in the whole of this decade. Okay, yeah. Is there anything that you, uh, any of our wonderful listeners, have not done in the whole decade? Lovely. Would they be prepared to do it for the first time to a national radio audience of, I'm going to say, millions? 
As in, they can go to Radio yeah. 2. <laughs> Ring up Radio 2. <laughs> but um, if not, if there's something you ne- have never done this decade, like there's just so you've just it's just, you know, the days days lead into night, lead yeah. into weeks, lead into months, into years. Time passes by. That's what happens to all of us. And you might go, ah, oh, do you know what? I've not... My, my father-in-law, Doug, he's never yeah. worn jeans, Max. Never worn Not jeans. Not just this decade. Never worn jeans in his whole life. Maybe tonight's the night he slips on his Levi's. Why not? But, like, would you come on air and put some jeans on for us? That is slightly... That is a weird... That's a weird, sordid fetish, isn't it? I like people who put clothes on in front of me. <laughs> Jamie says, I'm a paramedic working tonight. You're welcome uh, to come along, bring rubber gloves and a gum shield. Well, I bet you. Well, uh, why we, not? We I, think applaud, we'd, I think we'd really the, help. I'll bring the a bo- medical people. If we, you know, absolutely. Well done to the emergency services yeah. and the AA, of course. But uh, uh, obviously, we'll come. But I'd like to bring a bottle of Rioja and I'll just. Uh, <laughs> I'll just walk around behind the paramedics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything all right? Oh, look at this guy here. Yeah. This guy, his leg looks sore. Uh, uh, this is four families coming round, drinking, playing darts, pool and table oh, tennis. Oh, that's a perfect Just night. bring drink. Oh, that's a tremendous one. That's so listen, good. what are you doing tonight? Can we come? Uh, just give us all the details. Um, and uh, if there's something you haven't done this decade, I said you had nine hours. You've actually got 11 hours. Okay, you've got 10 hours and 45 minutes to do it. Tell us what it is. And uh, if we can make it happen, then we will. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Andrew says, my wife goes to bed early. My friend's wife also goes to bed early. Oh. So he arrives at mine on New Year's Eve at about 11 o'clock, leaves at 5am, completely smashed. Our wives never actually know. <laughs> you might as well join us, Max. Stealth drinking. Stealth session. Uh, yeah, Charlie and I don't have plans. Uh, Harky says, Max, I'm going to Blackbird in Pontyland, Newcastle. Get on a flight and join us. Got a massive table. That sounds like a living hell. That sounds like a great night out, Max. Come on. Sick in my own mouth. Uh, Oh, that's a big big table. (laughs) Is it one of those places where they have sparklers coming out of bottles of vodka and stuff? That's not for me. Um, Um, Here we go. Oh, I've been... Hi, lads. Boots and Laces, which is lovely, Max. Yeah. Talking United's famous clubhouse. Yeah. Holding a New Year's Eve party tonight. Come on, it's a great night. Happy New Year. And that's Steve, is a massive talkie fan. And in Craig talkie. in Utoxeter says, uh, heard Charlie talking about Viennetta and Arctic Roll, thought I'd quantum leaped back to the 80s. So I'll watch Back to the Future in your honour. Happy New Year, chaps. I can't invite you to your soft southerners and my shops don't sell rosé wine. <laughs> <laughs> Class warfare. We oh, we ask when people to do stuff. That, that they haven't done all decades. Yes, this yes, is nice. Yeah. This is nice from Gary in Glasgow. This decade, I haven't had a text message read out by a presenter who's pretending they're breathing helium. <laughs> so, 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 do you want to... Well, he has uh, to send in another text. Oh, yeah, another text. Yeah. Yes, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, Sean says, I've never said the word Arsenal in 10 years. Um, <laughs> do you want to uh, ring us and say Clive Arsenal? Clive says, hi, Max and Charlie. This decade, I've, I've yet to say no to my boss and tell him what I really think of him perhaps I should do it today or maybe you could do it for me absolutely Clive just give us your name and the company yeah. we'll absolutely do it uh, Michael says I'm currently waiting in Tokyo Haneda Airport Arrivals Lounge for oh. my girlfriend to get here I've got a block of four seats and Peter Crouch's autobiography an hour and a half to midnight she's delayed any longer I'll be sleeping here and using his words Ooh. as a pillow maybe she's, not, maybe she's not coming it's nice it's true. maybe she's just not turning up what do you think Left at the left at the airport. Oh, that's pretty brutal. Dumped. That is brutal, isn't it? <laughs> no. Someone you actually asked. So? Somebody asked that. Neil said, "Hi, Max. For New Year, could you please ask my girlfriend to come back? I doubt she'll hear <laughs> this unless she suddenly become a van driver and join Talksport Singles." Neil in Ipswich. Well, uh, listen, Neil. Sharon Stone has joined Talksport Singles. She has. Yeah. She couldn't get Absolutely. on Bumble. I'm yeah. sure you all heard about that. Sharon so, Stone is now on there. I think. So Neil, we can't get. Uh, well, we look. If Mrs. Neil is listening, he regrets what he's done. 
and he'd love you. Think of it. It's a beautiful time yeah. of year. You've made a mistake, Mrs. Neil. Just, he forgives you. Just give it one more try. If not, you will see him walking down Ipswich High Street with Sharon Stone and you'll regret the mistake that you made. Uh, you're listening to Hawksman Jacobs on TalkSport, bringing people together. Finally. As 2019 comes to a close. Now, Muller says, I'm listening to you from Zambia in Africa. Hello, mate. Uh, I've not had a single drop of alcohol since I got wasted on my birthday in 2009. You guys are tempting me. Um, uh, to go you, out and get drunk this out on the, the Zambian brew is what do you think it is oh, just sort of I don't know I don't know I can probably get a crisp lager what do you reckon it is <laughs> Stella uh, almost certainly in which case um, well whatever you choose to do hope you enjoy it tremendously uh, uh, if you want to get in touch with the show Charlie and I have no real plans from about 9 o'clock this evening so can we come to your place whatever you're doing tell us what you're doing where it is uh, what you want us to bring 81089 on the text you can tweet at Max Rush that Baker's tweet and things that you haven't done at all this decade uh, if you'd uh, uh, just uh, let us know and we'll try and fix them up for you but uh, unlike Woody if we could keep them out of the bedroom be useful for all of us and our careers um, uh, right, an- anonymous, sorry, anonymous <clears throat> says I'll be spending the evening alone with a beer and a biryani that sounds so tremendous we've got his number or her number yeah so we ring him we could find out where that is and go round. So, can you do that? I don't know if we're allowed to do phone that. Number. I think that is. I don't <laughs> think that's the the main reason for getting people to text the show. Well, but give it a try, okay. Charlie. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Vignette time, Charlie. Oh yeah, lovely. Do you want to? Do you want? Uh, I'm just getting over the sight of you dancing to that light reggae beat. <laughs> <laughs> I was auditioning for a sort of minor role in Death in Paradise. Oh, okay. I wanted to be in the back of the just, bar. Just, you know, when they've solved the murder and they're all having another beer at uh, that rum shack. And I could just be there in the background being one of those expats. You know, someone who's lived abroad for years and they oh, yeah. never tell you why. And that's probably because they did something heinous in this country. That's what I would be. <laughs> I'd be that one of those guys. Um, you remember yesterday, the Daily Star had a lot of seasonal cheer, didn't it? Oh, lovely yesterday, really, wasn't it? Really, so just the letters page filled with positivity. You, you found yourself in the, the, in the mm, Daily Star, I really I feel they're speaking my language. Uh, uh, JG from Nottingham. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I'm with Pete Flint from North Wales about the amount of male cast with beards in Coronation Street. Not a good look. I've got a few spare razors I could send them. No, thank you, JG. Um, uh, do you want to hear from Lynn in Hessel? I think it. Just, uh, I think what Coronation Street is just doing is mirroring the amount of beards in society. I think you're right. JG. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, um, please, yeah. Uh, Lynn in Hessel. Well, imagine, write, imagine writing a letter about that. <laughs> the paper <laughs> Lynn Hessel she says this um, uh, <clears throat> she says you know that period between Christmas and New Year it's a happy upbeat time yeah, isn't it you wish it? people well sick of seeing overrated overpaid so-called celebrities on the box same old faces same old drab we need new blood yes we do I agree with Lynn there Are we you need new people talking about yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. just trying to get so many TV shows I think I could host I really, really could do all of them. All, all of them. All of them. I could, I could slip straight from Love Island to Newsnight without just a change of clothes. You think I could sashay in Same to voice. the Love Island? I could sashay into the villa, yeah. in a sort of cute little onesie, <laughs> and super slow mo, and say, "Who do you fancy? Yeah. Who have you bedded tonight, uh, Sean or whatever?" Yeah. And then I could come back in. And I could... He's mugged you off, my darling. Yeah, and then I could, you know, I could haul you could go to a, a, Michael Gove over the coals. And say to him, who have you bedded tonight? <laughs> yes, I could get, I'd get it muddled Mr. up. Gove. That would be a problem. Um, 60s teen from Manchester says, to the BBC, oh. why would Christine Keeler order a full English in the 1960s when the phrase wasn't coined till decades later? Slip up, slip up in research there. Yeah. 
Okay. Full English, please. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Yes. (laughs) Let me get my pen out. Uh, EBG. Do the hairy bikers put hairnets on the food they prepare because they don't put them on their heads? Never. Ooh, I saw one of the hairy so bikers. Of, uh, festive cheer in, there from in the Palisade once. Did you? Yeah? One was of the it? hairy bikers. Enjoying? Not really. No, no, he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> he didn't, didn't seem to know his lines. Oh, okay. Well, that's an occupational hazard, yeah, isn't it? That's Panto. Can I read you one? I've got. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a sure. BBC. This is Antiques Gross Show. A oh. BBC Antiques Roadshow expert mm, t- yes. took a sip of what he believed was a 150-year-old bottle of port. I watched this actually. It was actually full of urine, mm-hmm. rusty nails. And a human hair. Who bottled that? When that was they, lovely. When was and, that? When was that the drink of choice? Ah, this explains it. Hold oh, on okay. a minute. Andy McConnell tasted the contents in 2016 for a show in Tresillic, Cornwall. Oh, explains see. it. That is, that, is, is that a de- that, that would be do? a delicacy down there. You know how we're always looking to go viral on Talksport, aren't we? You Are know, we? Always, always, always trying to find good minutes to put on put on social media. Um, the BBC will screen a saucy art lesson with nude models. Uh, Life Drawing Live will feature two hours of cameras slowly panning around naked bodies. The BBC oh. 4 show will be hosted uh, by former children's presenter Josie Darby. Artists will be invited to draw models of all shapes and sizes. BBC 4 chief Cassian oh, Harrison I was said... Say it's BBC 4, it's not CBeebies. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> so she's no longer on CBeebies. Um, BBC 4 chief Steve Cassian Harrison said it's a celebration of a proud and long artistic tradition. Yes. Absolutely, this is this is made for talk sport. How do they know? Think it's... of our daytime schedule <laughs> and think of what we could do if we allowed during a day of talk sport artists to come in. All the presenters yeah. go completely naked. Lovely. So let's yeah. say we start we start with Alan Brazil and Sam Allardyce. Lovely. Right? <laughs> Lovely. You need a big pad. Yeah. Right? And we get <laughs> A3. artists. A3. Artists come in and do them. Yeah. Right. Everyone's why is everyone nude for this? But that's that's oh, it's the other, life other, drawing. Yeah, because yeah. if it's otherwise, okay. people aren't going to get excited. Yeah. Then you've got Jim Nat and I reckon Danny Murphy. You know, yeah. and, you know they'll do it. Smashing, you know, yeah. That's because because Danny's got kind of that you know the resting go away face of Murphy, right? Yeah. And Jim White would definitely do it. Mm, totally, absolutely. And uh, and then obviously Hawksby and Jacobs. That I mean that is tremendous, isn't it? Because you need you need all ages, right? To, <laughs> right? And and you know and then you've got uh, Durham and Goff. It's perfect, isn't it? Look at that. Goodness Who wouldn't me. want that on their, you know, that what? should be the calendar for 2020. The life drawing. We can get Day. one of these life drawings. For draws, charity. The daytime lineup of talk sport. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You could just text, watch, those, um, text those lads, see if they're in, see, see if they're up for it. Max, you ever watch um, Naked Attraction? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I have seen? This is a. Have you, I it, find it the most embarrassing program. I can, my wife absolutely loves it. Grimsby I, have announced Ian Holloway as the new manager. Have they? Breaking news. Breaking news. Because yes. uh, he was just st- about to come in and do his live drawing. Uh, <laughs> can we get the sting? Can we get the breaking news sting? Because that's. Uh, can we get him on? Exciting, isn't it? Text Ian. He's probably out metal detecting right now. Maybe he just went for a long walk in the West Country and ended up in Grimsby. Oh, and he's like, a oh, long, way, long way from Bristol. Well, yes, but when, you, when your mind is taken away with uh, uh, the metal detecting, you just keep on walking. You just keep yes, Naked it. Attraction is a very curious TV show where you... Uh, 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 one contestant is fully clothed, and then the date they choose, they choose. They have th- is it three or four? Si- no, six other naked people to choose from, mm-hmm. and they and start from the, the first thing you see is waist down. Yeah. it's never a good look and for, then, for and either sex. If, if they're honest. not chosen for the date, yeah, they have to walk over to them yeah. still naked, yeah. like it, it flapping around and mm-hmm. w- winking at you, or whatever you know. And it's like I, 
I'm, I, I've, I can't watch it. I'm too embarrassed to watch it. <laughs> My wife loves it. She's howling away, and I'm like, oh, please. Absolutely not. Very strange. Ian um, Holloway at Grimsby. That's going to mm, be great fun for yeah, them. Yeah, like if you're a Grimsby fan, you want to, uh, you know, you just discover that. You've probably got plans. You have to change them now to uh, go and welcome, welcome Holloway. Hashtag welcome Holloway I'm to gonna, Grimsby. I'm, I'm going to try and get Lloyd Griffith on because he's obviously that is a great massive idea. Crim- Grimsby fan. Okay, I'll, I'll ring him now. News. I'll ring him now. Um, uh, do you wear a lot of jewellery? I wear my wedding ring and a bracelet for okay. my children. Yeah, oh, that that's is what sweet. I wear. It's okay, nice, what's the value, combined value of oh, those two things? It, sentimentally, Max. Yeah. Priceless. Although I did, this is the second bangle I had. Yeah. Bracelet because I lost the first one okay. drunk in Berlin. Oh dear. Did you tell the kids? <laughs> I'm told everyone is said on national radio. Okay, but were they were the kids okay about that? They're fine about it. It's got me another one. The Daily Mirror has on uh, has Cristiano Ronaldo is uh, is wearing a white suit somewhere. He's uh, at some awards. He's one bash. of the award, world's best footballers. Absolutely, the Dubai it? Globe Soccer Awards. Oh, okay, yeah. we, what we needed was another set of international football awards to get us going, didn't they? Um, he's wearing a number of rings. He's got two rings. One is a, a large bejeweled affair. The oh, other yeah. is. Uh, just a simple, well, I say simple, it's got diamonds all around it, but it doesn't have like a big rock in the middle of it. And he's also got a watch on. Would you like to have a guess at the combined value of the rings? I reckon the, the yellow the diamond on his middle finger and a diamond eternity band on his ring finger combined value? £500,000. No, 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 no. Two hundred. Don't be ridiculous. Well, it's, he's, not, it's Ronaldo. he's not vulgar. It's Ronaldo it's and only, he's in Dubai. It could be any <laughs> amount of money, couldn't it? To two hundred fifty grand. For his rings. If you're a darts player, mm-hmm. you only wear your rings on your non-throwing hand. Okay, yeah, that's that what it sense. used to be. I don't makes know if sense. that's still the same. Um, and his uh, watch is white gold, diamond-studded Rolex. How much are you going to pay for that? I'm going to pay £250,000. No, £380,000. Oh. There you go. He owns a £1.2 million Frank Muller watch, um, and uh, but but he wasn't wearing that at the time. I don't have yeah, any yeah. more. I don't have any more information I'm, I'm on the, sure the jewelry it. of Cristiano Ronaldo. Did you wear any I mean, jewelry, Max? Whose jewelry, to... But whose jewelry is better, hims or him or Messi's? Hims, hims or Messi's? Or Messi's. <laughs> that's the, that's the debate. I don't remember isn't it? seeing Messi in any jewelry. Okay. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon, this is... uh, What are you laughing at? The, you know, I naturally have rhythm. I can't help it. I can't help yeah, it. What am really, I meant to do? Really get into it. Lose you? your inhibition. You, you okay. look, it's good to dance. Isn't it? New Year's Eve. Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to Talk Sport. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They're my words. <laughs> <laughs> Read the script. Read the script. Max Rush and Charlie Baker with you till uh, four. Now, FIFA considering its most radical change to the offside law for a generation. Uh, discussions are taking place in inside the world's governing body. You could see the law change so our players. Offside only if there is clear daylight between them and a defending player. Uh, it would be trialled. Uh, what happens is FIFA press ahead with this. It will take the proposal to the International FA Board, to IFAB, to ask for it to be trialled and then change the laws to the game. Uh, the last such big change came in 1990 when level was allowed. Previously, an attacker had to be behind the defender. Let's talk to Martin Lipton, Chief Sports Reporter from The Sun. Uh, Happy New Year, Martin. Happy New Year all. Um, so, daylight. Now... My fear with daylight, and I've seen a few people, Miguel Delaney from The Independent, amongst others, tweeting about this, is that that gives such an advantage to the attacker. We all accept that the defender has too much of an advantage at the moment, but daylight would mean the attacker has so much of an advantage that defences would have to sit deep and you'd have teams parking the bus who normally play a high line. I think that's a big danger, yes. Whatever happens, if you change any rule with laws, people will find a way around it. Personally, I think that more viable would be to have a sort of a the law as it stands, but build in, say, a 20-centimetre margin of error for those who are using VAR. Uh, because at any other level of the game, it's purely on the eyesight of the, of the linesman. They make mistakes. We have now a, a technology which can um, determine whether, they, whether those decisions are correct. And if you build in a margin of error and you say 20 centimetres or 30 centimetres or whatever it might be, and 30 centimetres is a foot, of course, mm. then you, you have a bit more... Of an, op- of an opportunity to get to get more right decisions, and you also give a bit of a balance to the in favour of the attacking team, but not a completely huge one. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder what the reaction, <laughs> what the reaction would have been by, say, Jose if Pookie's goal had been allowed, or or, or you know, there were, all those goals, you know, if, if, or Pep if if that Sheffield United goal had been allowed. I mean, that's the key. Is they? I think we all feel. I don't know about you, Martin or Charlie, but as far as I can tell, pretty much every football fan if they put their own allegiance aside, thinks all those tight ones should have been given as goals at the weekend, mm. and they all weren't. But how would the managers react if it went the other way? Well, they wouldn't be very happy, would they? No. I mean, I actually thought that the, the Mousset one was, was, was the clearest of the five over the weekend. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, but the other ones were, were pretty clear, as were the ones on Boxing Day, Kane against Brighton. And, you know... It, it, I'm afraid it does balance out pretty much. I mean, the only team it doesn't really balance out for is Wolves, who've had six decisions changed against them and none changed in their favour so far this season. Well, they would have been seven points better off. Um, but in the main, it, it does even it, itself out. And also, this is what we were told. We were told, and this is the, you know, it's strange, you know, have now changed their stance from overnight from where they had been previously. And they're now setting themselves against both FIFA and UEFA who say that offside is offside, there is no grey area, you're either off or you're on, and you use the technology, including 3D geometry, to prove whether it's off or on. So the Premier League do that, and now they're getting pelters from IFAB for doing what they were told to do by FIFA and UEFA. So it's just a bit un- unreasonable to me. The problem is, 
And it's quite simple. We have got 21st technology bolted onto a game that's still run from a 19th century rule book, mm. even with the tweaks. And in the 19th century and in the early and the 20th century, until we had this video technology and 3D geometry, people just weren't the best of what they saw. Well, now that isn't good enough anymore because we've had 20 years or more of conspiracy theorists blaming uh, uh, bent referees. It's all biased. It's all in favour of the big clubs, etc., etc. Well, VAR isn't in favour of anyone. That's why, particularly in offsides, it equally harms everyone. You know, Liverpool had the Firmino goal, which was actually flagged offside. People forget that at Villa and the Mane goal against Watford that went to VAR didn't count. They've also had things go in their favour. It's what happens. Yeah, I mean, it feels to me like they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater a bit, but I don't think the problem's been the offside rule. It's just the, how they've implemented it with VAR. I think that's the... That's Do you know, no, I think it is that VAR's exposed the law as being not what we want it to be. Exactly. It's just that's that it's it. minuscule, isn't it? It's just those minuscule things that people don't get. It ruins the flow of the game. Uh, the, other, the other problem is... People moan about the lines. They and this because there's a fundamental uh, you know, lack of understanding of what the lines are. The lines aren't there drawn on the screen to determine offside. Yeah, they are there to illustrate what the 3D geometry has already determined. Right. The 3D positioning gives the pixel at which the player's third most advanced point is. The lines are then automatically drawn on to make it clear to the watching television uh, television viewer why the decision has gone either onside or offside. But then this because is a... they can't be accurate, the lines, because you are putting a 2D image onto yeah. a 3D reality. But this is the, the point, surely, that no one knows, the fans don't know what's going on. They're not told there's no clarity or, at all, and this is the whole problem well, with all of told, it. they just don't listen. But the communication isn't good enough, then, if they're not, if they're not, being, if they're not listening. Well, yeah, people don't want to listen, people, because people want, want it to be a conspiracy. I've spent all my time being, being told on social media, it's all the FA's fault. Well, the FA aren't responsible for it. You know, the Premier League is an FA conspiracy. The FA don't have any say in the Premier League apart from the nominal golden share, which actually means nothing. Um, you know, PGMOL, you can argue that some of the things they do are wrong. I personally feel they should be using the monitors. But IFAB protocol does not mandate them to use the monitors. I think it will do for next season because I think Wenger is certainly keen on changing that. There's a fundamental misapprehension because sometimes people don't want to listen to things that they don't like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I do think you see it in Australia and you see it in other countries where it's working better than here that over time it will get better. I, I, I do tend to think I, I personally, in my love of football, would, would prefer to take some bad, some wrong decisions and let the game flow. You know, I preferred the Birmingham-Leeds game or the old firm at the weekend and Barry... Glenn Denning on Sunday was saying, you know, actually never really got irate about referees and linesmen getting it wrong, and now he's getting irate about yeah. them all getting it right. You know, and, and, and this is all about this is all about the fact there were not enough correct decisions. Now we're getting over ninety percent of decisions correct, the highest percentile there's ever been, and there's more criticism of a system that's getting things right than there was for the, the, for the system that was getting things wrong. <laughs> you know, last season it was eighty-two percent. This year it will be over ninety percent. That's a huge differential. And it does mean a more equal and accurate and fair final outcome. Mm. And it's not going away, is it? I mean, much as we'd like to put it back in its box, this is here, this is here to stain it. Genies don't get put back in bottles. <sighs> Simple as that. And it's out. It's, uh, it, it's there. We've got to be realistic about it. What you can do, I think you do, there is a genuine need to revisit the law. Whatever the, the, that, the right outcome is, you could, the, uh, there are uh, lots of options. You could just measure on feet because after all, it is football. 
rather than body parts. Again, that's fine, and I have no problem with that. As an op- that's an option, probably a fairer option than you know, arguing over parts of bodies, although this armpit rule isn't true. It's actually shoulder. People don't seem to quite understand that, but there you go. Um, it is complicated, and there is no one, one, you know, one simple fix. It doesn't exist. We're going to have to just play with it and find a, a way that's better. But essentially, we're getting more correct decisions. Uh, do, you, do you agree with Graham Potter that soon drones will be refereeing football mm. matches? I think the drones have been refereeing football matches forever, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Now, it sounded like there was an alarm going. Had you just robbed uh, a closed shop, Martin? And Keep it quiet. Kept the tag, kept the tag <laughs> on that new jacket. Officer, officer, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, listen, thanks so much for coming on, Martin. Have a good New Year, mate. Bye-bye. Uh, Martin Lipton, their Chief Sports Reporter of the Sun. I know you want, you want it, the genie to go. I'm trying I to think. Like in Aladdin, I think at some point, he, he, was, in, he, he does go back in, only for a little bit. So, um, you know, it's daylight rule, so you have to have daylight. Mm. Why don't they give the line, the linos, um, really strong torches, right? right. And, okay. they have to, and they have to shine the light. Like a laser. They, they, like a laser, and they have to shine the light between. And if they can mm. see the yeah, other person... It's got to be such a powerful laser the in daylight. the other person can see the laser, the other, the other uh, assistant referee, the other side, what? can see the laser, they know they're offside. It's oh, good, it isn't it? It's going through yeah, the, it's going through through the, the bodies. Good idea, Mark does say the new daylight rule for offside going to cause issues in evening matches <laughs> under, <laughs> under floodlights. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I, I think Martin was pretty spot on there. What you yeah. want is you want to look at it and go, yeah, it looks onside to me. Yeah, but and everyone go, that's whoa. fine. And I think all the managers would be totally <laughs> yeah, fine. fine. They would Maybe be totally they, fine Why with don't that. they let the players decide if, uh, if he was offside or not? Just have a conversation <laughs> about it. Yeah, be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, Respecting no, the game, absolutely true. Yeah, well, no, well, you and I were discussing, you know, what they should put on during the VAR yes. delays, and the, the conclusion from the excellent listeners was uh, Nigella's five-minute meals on the big screen because well, that would be VAR. really, really excellent, wouldn't it? You know, has Lalana handballed it? We don't know, but there's not, everyone likes. Here's how to make a potato croquette. Exactly. Yeah, and so you'd come away from the game informed. You'd have learnt a bit more, and you wouldn't have got so upset about it's the VAR. It's a lovely idea. It's a great insight. People accuse us of not taking the game seriously enough. Oh, they've, uh, um, uh, anonymous has been on. I've just opened a bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. not on air. Well, we wanted people to do it on air yeah, for us, but no. Yeah. Um, and he's broken his partner's favourite vase with the cork. Do you think that's true or not? Um, anonymous sounds like a sort of setup in a sitcom. Doesn't I don't it? think. But, um, I don't think. You would lots. Why would you lie to talk sport about that? Well, for for mega lols get, uh, and yeah. for all the kudos that brings. Right, okay. He'll be walking around town now. Yeah, pulled the wool over those guys' eyes. Yeah, but then you put you want to put your name to it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he hasn't thought are. it through, or no. maybe you haven't. Well, okay. um, <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Clips of the week, right? Is the best part of uh, Talk Sport? Is it? It's uh, half past three with, the best uh, with Hawksby and Jacobs every Friday. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. The podcast is really good. And the, the, the rule of Clips of the Week is that it's about... Uh, it, you you don't become a clip if you realise... Yeah, it's about yeah, self-awareness, yeah, yeah. right? If a clip goes and you don't realise what you said, then it's entered to a Clips of the Week. So some things don't qualify that occasionally deserve a repeat airing. And um, a lot of Nigel, by the way, is Fisherman's Blues, mm-hmm, which of I course. always like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, it's a great part of the show. And I, I, there was one thing that happened to, to me this year. I was on my air with Barry on a Sunday, uh, one of the warm-ups, two fine shows, the warm-ups, mm-hmm. game day warm-up with me and Charlie and, and the warm-up. It's game day, Barry. Game, <laughs> it's game day. day tomorrow. Yes. Game day tomorrow. 
Anyway, this is a clip that I think you will like. Raheem, Raheem Sterling got oh, booked on, yesterday. Oh, right. here we go. Yeah, it's it's too exciting. Do a duet with yourself. Uh, exactly, yeah. uh, it's a clip. I am. I am trying to discuss tactical fouls. Okay. Manchester City's tactical fouls. Yeah. And I make a mistake, which okay. leads to building it up. Leads to this. Raheem Sterling got booked yesterday. And I'm convinced the only reason he got booked for a tactical, you know, one of those tactical fouls that Man City just do all the time. You know, they never stop. They con- no one else fouls. They're probably like doing one now. They probably you know, are. Like... Fernandino's just tugging people as he goes to the shops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean... <laughs> It's quite a serious allegation, Max. <laughs> oh, Max. Didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> oh, well, we thought it was going to be, you know, you say when the new ball dies, you have to. <laughs> Sam is saying move on. It's <laughs> not an break or something coming up. <laughs> I think they're really, yeah, we're, we're late to break anyway. So we might as well do that. Hey, coming up in just a second, uh, the Stanley Arches. And it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's just <laughs> when he goes shopping, you know. You know, sometimes the mood takes you. Sometimes, what can you say? So, so yeah, it's, it's silly, 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 like show, a silly show. When you it's play a back show, show. <laughs> well, how have they got a job on the radio? You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four PM on Talksport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 